0: This is the Life School Podcast, episode number 110. Today, we'll talk about a bigger gospel, a gospel that's big enough to touch every area of life, not just your afterlife.
1: No, I'm not a writer. Okay.
0: Welcome to Life School. I'm Heath Hollinsby, happy to be here with Caesar Kalinowski. Hello. Hello, my brother Heath. You good, man? I am good. What's going on this week for you? Not much. Craziness of life and, and trying to love Jesus. And Didn't your car, like, yeah. take a
2: dump and then yeah. just die on you?
0: I'm ready for 2017 to die. because it <laughs> Already?
2: Been, yeah, oh, it's wow, relentless. Man. We're just man. barely into it and right. it's been relentless, huh? Yeah, hopefully we'll be able
0: to maybe even have that conversation about my car issues later on in this podcast. Because if we are talking about a bigger gospel today, maybe it does affect... Every is the gospel
2: big enough to have good news for your dead car? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is what does a bigger gospel mean? Okay, so yeah, I, I started using this term bigger gospel because I, I realized in my own life, the way I was raised, is that um, my understanding of the gospel was like this really little truncated message about a guy that had died on a cross 2,000 years ago, hmm. you know. The planograph. Yeah, Jesus, you know. Flannel for Jesus. No, really, seriously though. I mean, I believe that, and it's true. Um, but um, if I believed that he died for me, accepted that, right, and then put my faith in him, um, then I I would avoid hell and get to go to heaven.
1: Hmm.
2: And that's the gospel. So then, you know, we'd share that and say, Do you believe that? You want to you want to pray the Jesus in your heart prayer now? You know, you know, like that prayer that Jesus never ever prayed once in scripture. <laughs> yeah. And so um I realize like as I've grown now, it's like wow the gospel is so much bigger than that though like Mm -hmm. it's not just good news about my afterlife which it's great to get to go to heaven right and spend eternity with with god and christ and i'm very grateful for that but is the gospel actually good news for now for today for our marriages Hmm. for our jobs for our parenting for your car issues yeah i (laughs) hope and i yeah it is actually and and so I realized we had too much of a small gospel, like it was just too small, and and it was way bigger than that. So I talk about have people needing to have a bigger gospel, me included, and that's what I mean by that, yeah. That's good, man.
0: So I read something that you wrote the other day, as we're talking about a bigger gospel, and one of the, the things that you said was that every sin and issue that stands in the way of our faithfulness to God and His design and Jesus' commands is ultimately a gospel issue. and. This concept is a bit hard to understand. Why is every sin an issue that stands in the way of that a gospel issue? Is okay. it just about me messing up, or is it something bigger going yeah. on?
2: Well, that's a heavy question there, brother, right off the top. Um, so it's not just every sin is a gospel issue. Everything in life, I think, has the potential to be seen through the lens of the gospel, meaning God has created us in his image to be like him, show the world what he's like, and, and how we believe and trust that and submit to that and his perfect rule and reign in our life that 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 happens in every area of life it's not just like did you sin or did you not did you tell the lie or did you not you know you told a lie you're going to hell it's like you know it's like so it includes sin right but it's it's not just about sin you know i've said before that god is not sitting in heaven just flipped out about our sin problem yeah. You know, he's just freaking out. Oh my god, you know, Caesar sinned this week, you know, or he had an he had an impure thought. It's thoughts. Like, you know why he's not? Because he already sent his son Jesus to die and pay the mm-hmm. penalty for those sins. And so in God's mind, according to scripture, that's been put a, far away, as far as the east is from the west. He doesn't see them, he doesn't remember them anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's not sitting around freaking out about that. What he is concerned about, and what makes it a gospel issue is is that we live our lives in light of what's true of him. Right? How he's proven that throughout all of history. And, and really magnified by, you know, the life and death of his son, Jesus, and then resurrection. And then what's true of our identity because of that?
1: Hmm.
2: That's what he's concerned about. And so that's why I say, like, there's, you know, there's a gospel issue behind anything that stands in the way of our faithfulness to God's designs. Hmm. And then Jesus commands to go out and make other disciples and live the life that he now gives us to live, that we get to live. Yeah. What's behind that, like lack of motivation, fear, stress, worry, uh, selfishness, self-love, all that stuff, the thing behind the thing behind the thing Hmm. is a gospel issue, meaning not believing what's actually true about God and what he's done, and so now what's true of me, so I get to live a new way, that's why everything's got a gospel issue connected to it.
0: Which is actually sort of freeing, even as you're talking there. I'm thinking about how often my view of of the gospel, or even what God is up to, and is more about him sitting up there keeping tally of sin management over my life, right? Right. And it's actually freeing to go
2: like... I mean, like, seriously, sitting here now, and, you know, even our listeners, like, believe it. If mm-hmm. you've put your faith and hope in Christ and you accepted, you know, the exchange of his life in place of yours, yeah. then every sin that you ever committed or will has been paid for. And the father's accepted that. We, we know that's true. We know he accepted that payment because sure. Jesus rose from the dead, right? So, yeah. so now we don't live with this thought that, you know, God doesn't see you like Heath is the guy who used to do this, but I forgave him of that. Sure. You know, Caesar used to be really critical of people, and he was really hard on his kids, but I forgave him of that hmm. because he said the right prayer. You know, this is <laughs> not how he sees us. Yeah. See, all that stuff's been forgiven and put away. And now we get to live in light of the freedom of that and live a life, well, the reason we were created, to show what his image is like, what he's really like yeah. by our trust, by our freedom, by our patience, by our love, our gentleness, all that stuff we get to. And it's the gospel that frees us up to do that, that that belief mm-hmm. that really we are forgiven, that our dad loves us dearly. Yeah, and that is believe. such
0: good news, man. That it, is actually the good news.
2: So, so so like are you a perfect parent? No way. Okay, but guess what? God loves you exactly the same. Hmm. Because he's, because he's already covered all that stuff. Yeah. My identity
0: p- defines me rather than
2: what I do. Right, and your yeah. identity comes from him, and yeah. he's perfect. Yeah. Isn't it? That's really it's amazing, good man. It's good news, man.
0: So uh, one of the things that we try to do in this podcast is like the you know, fusion of faith and life so that all of life is,
2: is faith-based, and it's yeah, It's not weirdly in... separated somehow. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, how, for instance, would that, like if the gospel is supposed to affect every area of our lives— how would it affect time management or news about my job or how I discipline my kids? Or, uh, it seems like it's really easy for me to want to separate the gospel from those issues. Um, but you're arguing that. that Yeah. So let's just
2: grab one of those discipline of our kids. Okay. Um, so often, you know, I disciplined my kids because I was trying to modify their behavior. Now they may have been disobedient, or they may not have been. You know, they may just been not been doing what I wanted, or I wanted them to start doing something in a different way. Sure. But one way or the other, if you think about it, discipline is was about behavioral modification, hmm. right? But see, the gospel is not about behavioral modification. G- God loves us, and like like we've already just been saying, our sins have already been put away; they've already been paid for, and they're as far as the east is from the west. What God's concerned about now is relationship. Hmm. And that we believe what's true about him, what he's done, and now what's true of us and our identity. So we have these privileges and we have this authority in life. So discipline our kids. So can you discipline your kids to get a behavioral modification out of them? Lock them in the room, super long quiet time, spank the heck out of them, holler at them, scream them down, like send them away in tears. And and will it affect their behavior? Yeah. Yeah, at least for a moment, right? At least for the moment, (laughs) right? Chances are it's coming back around again. Or could we discipline our kids with the goal of them understanding your heart for them, hmm. and why what they've done maybe hurt you or hurt their sister or brother, sure. and and then and then what you're trying to ultimately have them understand is God's love for them,
1: hmm.
2: and that He's like a perfect daddy. I'm not, but but He also it also breaks His heart, honey, when you talk that way or when yeah. you did this kind of thing or when you lie, you know. And and here's why because He's He doesn't lie. He's perfect, hmm. and He's made you in His image to be that way. And so that's the really the big deal, honey, is that when when you're lying you're not living out who you're created to be. Hmm. And and I want you to know you don't have to hide lie lie because daddy loves you the same exactly. Yeah. And and God loves you even more. It's
0: a whole different spin on it. It's
2: a whole different spin. Now, there might be consequences to their action. So 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 you know what for the next few days you're not going to be able to do XYZ, you know. Yeah. Or yeah, you know, there could be there's there's consequences often. Sure. But done in done in in light of the gospel, it has more to do with relationship and reaffirming the kids identity. Hmm. In, in because of who God is and what he's done for them. Yeah. Very,
0: very different. That's totally different. I've had that conversation with my wife of, of law is able to set some parameters, but unless you're going for the heart, law is never going to change heart,
2: you know, cause there's always ways of wiggling out. through. That's it. right. So, so here's how we get at these things. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I, I, I wrote a book that's just recently come out called Bigger Gospel. Yeah. Okay, I'll talk a little bit more about that later. I don't like to do giant commercials here, you know, in my school. <laughs> sure. But I do like to pass on resources and I work hard on these things. So I'm going to at least share them. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in Bigger Gospel, um, Talk about a lot of things. Try to expand our heads. You know, we talk, mm-hmm. talk about a few you know things that we need to kind of like unlearn, and some things we need to relearn. Yeah. But at the core of that is trying to learn how to have a better gospel fluency, the ability to sort of speak and live and enjoy the gospel in any area of life. That's sure. kind of what you're just asking me. Yeah. And so at the core of that, we do that by by looking at four things. And I've kind of already run past them. You may not have caught them, but there's four questions that I that I ask. That will help us, like, go like, well, what is the good news and what's the gospel Hmm. connected to any particular issue, you know, or action or a feeling or an emotion that you're experiencing? So here's the four questions: Who is God? Okay, Okay, so in light of any situation, we can ask, Who is God? Like, what do we know to be true of His character? What's He like? Okay, Um, now we can say those things like God is loving or He's generous or He's all-knowing or he's omnipotent Mm. or he's gentle or he's pursuing God or he's a loving father but can we prove that's true like in scripture like what's he done to prove that's really his character Mm. he's consistent in so we can look through all the scripture and be reminded it's part of why we read the word Mm. it's not just for head knowledge it's to be reminded of what's true of the father yeah right and we can look at that and we can also look at it like so like if we're saying hey he's generous has he ever been generous in Scripture? Like, well, a zillion times, right? <laughs> Has he ever been generous in your life? Like, have you ever gotten something in life you just feel like, I didn't even deserve that, but like God sorted it out. Sure. Absolutely. A lot. So, so you can ask yourself that question. Then, in light of who he is and what he's done, given a situation, you can ask yourself, okay, so then what's what's true of me hmm. because of that? Like, and true of me, like from an identity standpoint, authority that we now have, we've been given in Christ, yeah. or privilege because in the kingdom there's 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 all of those there's a, mm. there's identity authority and privilege wow and so so then in light of that if we can believe what's true of us now mm. well how do we get to live which is a very different question than how do we have to live right yeah. very different right so that was great questions. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe we should apply that to something. You wanna, let's do it. Man. Should we try to spin I've, one out? Back to your car thing. What do you think? Let's do it. Like I mean, that seems like maybe you know people are saying no, no, no. Apply it to like you know world hunger or something. You know, it's like I'm gonna go really just here. It is. I mean, like yeah. we were talking My about today. You were melting down. You know, like <laughs> a little bit, right? Yeah, of course. But it's a real thing. It's a hassle. Your dad. You know, you got kids and
0: yeah. You, you know, one okay.
2: income. Okay, so this is going to seem really fast to our listeners, maybe even a little like too simple at first, and that's because you know we just got a few minutes here sure. during life school to unpack it. But I'm going to do that, and and then I'll give them some tips on how they would go go a little deeper in this. But I think it'll give it'll give them a little bit of an idea of how we get a bigger gospel, one okay. that applies not just to you know getting a get out of hell card. <laughs> yeah, seeing how one, these questions actually affect yeah so normal so so in light of like your car breaking down. Yep, tell me a little bit about like what you were feeling about that. And we had a conversation the other day. I could probably fill in the blanks, but what, like, you know, yeah, as I said, 2017 to me, has been fairly relentless. And, uh,
0: we live, I've got four kids, I've got a wife, um, we've got a mortgage, it's one income and we have worked super hard on paying off this car. We finally paid it off 14,000 bucks the other day, or a couple, about six months ago. And, uh, it's a Nissan. It's a yeah, hundred thousand miles. It's in They should last forever. And we yeah. just were hit with an you know an eight thousand dollar plus bill to have some motor oh stuff done. Oh my gosh! It's been a nightmare, and uh, and so I'm sitting here going, we don't have eight thousand. We, we worked hard because we wanted to not have a car payment for years, and now do we have
2: right. to turn this thing in? And right. Then, uh, you were pretty stressed, man. When dude, I, talked I to you was freaking out. Yeah, I mean, really, you're like under a blanket. You know? Yeah, <laughs>
0: you know, you know, and and I think I knew in the back of my head, I know of God's attributes in concept and in theory, but how that...
2: Let's walk through the four questions. Yeah. Like I said, this is going to seem a little quick. Sure. And if we had a whiteboard and I was, you know, or a napkin out in front of us with friends, you know, or sitting around, you know, just hanging out, we could really go deep into this. But I think we'll still give an idea. And hopefully it'll it'll, even... Apply the gospel to your car issue a little bit for you so first question so in light of you kind of stressing out like where are we get money for that, you know, oh my gosh, you know mm-hmm. like the car's broke and my second car is just like limping you <laughs> yeah, know for sure um what do we know to be true of God like just any attribute of his that you you know from from Bible knowledge you yeah. know or, or or what what just anything at all related to that what do we know sure. about him There's a few that pop up in my mind immediately
0: one is that uh he's good, okay he's always been good. Okay. Even when we
2: didn't deserve, it. I mean, he's a he's a good God. Yeah. Okay. So absolutely. even though your car is dead, he he's he's a good God. That's true of him. Okay. Mm-hmm. What else is true, God?
0: Uh, that he's um intimately aware of us. Like he knows what's going on with. He um, knows like my car.
2: He knows. No surprise. Oh, car broke. Up. That one t- caught me off guard. I was running the world over here, but forgot about your car, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, he,
0: now he knows the details of my family. He's caring. He's uh he's a provider. I know that. Like. He's never left us sleeping under a bridge and yeah. with my kids. He's he's always when things seem hopeless, he's in fact, always he's, pulled through.
2: In fact, he's generous, isn't he? Yeah. He's not a god of like me there it is, you know. But yeah. it's like he's actually a generous father, right? Yeah, way more than I deserve. Okay? So we could keep going of things that are true about God in light of your broken car, but those are some good ones that he's good, he knows your needs. Mm-hmm. He he knew before it even happened. Yeah. Right? He's he's a good provider. Yeah. He's generous. a loving, generous dad, yeah, right okay so th- those are some good things to be reminded of when what eight thousand dollar you know right okay <laughs> yeah. so second so that's what is what do we know to be true of God? Secondly, where have we seen that proven to be true so, so it's like is that just niceties hmm. or can we actually point to stuff in scripture that goes no, that's that's how he was. where where have we seen God be good? Well, I mean I
0: think it starts in in Eden Adam and Eve walk away. And God instantly jumps in and starts pursuing them.
2: Yeah. They've just sinned against God. They disobeyed him, right? Yeah. Eaten of the fruit. He said, don't do that. It's going to kill you. And immediately he goes looking for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Where are you? Right? Yeah. And he clothes them. So so he's good, and he still provides for them, yeah. even when they're like middle finger to God, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? absolutely. Right? So that's there's, there's one. Um, I think of stuff like with the Israelites, mm. you know? Over and over and over, God is good. He's a good provider for them. Feed every day, yeah. manna like what well, just falls down. Be out there tomorrow. I'll be out there tomorrow. You know, <laughs> yeah, we're sick of this. We'd like some meat. Boom, here's a trillion quail. Or you know, like we're we're thirsty. You know, like a rock. You know, what I mean, it's like. Yeah. But th- but there was zillions of those. It was forty years of provision in that in sure. that way in all kinds of things in battle in wars in fear in all that right. Mm. And we could we could list so many things where has God been good or generous, culminating in all Jesus, knowing yeah. right. That's a big one. See, and that's what we're going to get to in a second. How about in your own life? Where have you seen? Like, where can you recall? Like, man, we were in super great need. Like, yeah. we didn't we didn't have any idea how we we're going to pay this bill, pay the rent, pay the mortgage, uh, fix this, help the kids with that. I mean, and and then God showed up.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I referenced it a couple um, episodes back about we had gone through some some job stuff, and I it was right after I moved here, and somebody stepped in and provided sixteen hundred bucks as a as a help to us that when we thought there was no way we're going to be able
2: to make this happen. It was generous, I think. So why do you attribute that to God as having been been generous when it came from a person? Because
0: it was from a follower of Jesus who was trying to live in light of the gospel in our situation. Mm. It was part of the community that he had given us that said, we're going to walk through this thing together.
2: Yeah. Uh, How Any other areas of your life where God's been good, taking care of you, showing you goodness?
0: Yeah, you know, for years I had toured with different bands and, uh, you know, in that industry, you pick up a couple of tours, and then there's dry season, and we had never missed a mortgage payment. We had. Yeah, I've seen your kids;
2: they look healthy. Yeah, Their clothes, family's healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: we're not, yeah, we're doing all a couple right. Couple of them could use some haircuts, but <laughs> <laughs> I give them haircuts. That's that's the issue. But uh,
2: yeah, I mean, he's never yeah. So he meets our needs, doesn't he? And we yeah, can look at time. we can look through all the scripture. We can look through our life, and, and if we were sitting right now in a circle of friends, and I'm sure those listening would go like, "Oh, I got." So many stories of where God's been good and Mm -hmm. he's been generous and he's cared for us and he's met our needs. It's like he knew they existed, you know, like sometimes we don't even pray and God just shows up. Right. And he blesses us. Now you were starting to go there. Here's the, here's the other thing we go. How has God proved those things to be true of him Mm -hmm. when we look at Christ and we look at the cross? Yeah. I mean, that is the greatest picture, Heath, of a God who is not, (laughs) not going to hold back his best to bless us, to bless you. Personally, me, your wife, your kids, sure. when he sends his own son to lay his life down, to, to pay the price for all of our muck, for all of our rebellion, for all of our sin, that we might be forgiven and restored back to a right, close relationship with him. You know, it's amazing, right? Man. So a god that would do that is that a god that's going to go like, "Well, you're never going to have a car again."
1: Yeah. You know, no you're just
2: going to be dragging your kids, you know, under the bridges and you know over the highways and th- having a hitchhike. You know, what I mean,
1: yeah.
2: right? Cuz he's proven happening. he's proven his love for you, right? And yeah. and in the biggest of ways. Now, who is God? What's he done? We just talked about different ways it's proved. He's yep. proven it. It's already starting to sound like better news, right? Absolutely. Like the car thing is getting a little smaller, you know what I mean? It <laughs> yeah. still sucks. Still need a car, you know what I mean? But but it's like, "Whoa, okay." God is this way. This is true of him, and he's proven it over and over throughout history through your life magnified at the cross. Sure. Third question, what's true of you then and your family yeah. because of who he is and what he's proven?
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, I think initially I go to like what's true of us because of what he's proven is that we're his family. We're his kids. You're his kids. We're adopted into his family. That's it, right? Yeah. He
2: sees you as sons and daughters, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what did you do to earn that? Nothing. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus earned it, did didn't it, he? Yeah. yeah, that's crazy, right? So that's true of you. You dearly loved sons and daughters. Yeah. And we know he's good, God, so how's he going to treat his sons and daughters?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, take care of them.
2: Yeah. What else comes to mind? What's true of you? Authority, privilege. Yeah, I mean... Um, identity, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think the identity aspect is that we don't have to... What's true of us is he says, hey, take time at night and rest because I'm working all things out like I'm... I'm on it. You don't okay. have to stress about it. Yeah.
2: This. So you could you could choose to freak out over the car. Yeah. Or you can not freak out and trust me that I, I got you. I yeah. got this. I am generous. I do own the cattle on a thousand heel, right? Yeah. I own it all. And I can sort it out in my time. And right? Yeah. You, absolutely. you get to rest. You get to rest. Yeah. That's true of you. Yeah. And so so that that's kind of leaning into that fourth question is so how do you get to respond? Hmm. So like you you can choose to freak out, but in light of what's true of God. His goodness, His generosity, that He knows your needs, that He's your Father and He loves you. He's proven that, magnified at the cross. And He sees you as a dearly loved son and daughter, that you you have the rights of an heir. Sure. How do you get to respond to that?
0: Yeah, but not freaking out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like you you could choose to, but but see how you don't need to.
0: Yeah. It kind of reminds me even as we're talking about how like just the irrational fears of my kids, you know, where it's like they're freaking out that something's going to get him in the middle of the night or something is right. and, I, and I'm able as wiser than them in the situation to go like, Hey, don't like, you don't have to freak out here. Just relax. You're good. Get a good can nice see there's a,
2: there's a process here that helps move our heart towards the gospel. Sure. That because of who God is and what he's done ultimately in and through Christ, we get to respond differently. Yeah. We get to be reminded that he will meet that need that I might not see it. Yeah. You know, when I was young and rebellious, and even still, while I'm sinning against God. I might not see that provision, but he had already provided for it at the cross, right? Yeah. He's already provided. I, I'm just going to guess that someday, we'll announce it on the podcast, you got a different vehicle, or you got that <laughs> 8000 bucks, or something, right? Yeah. He will sort it. Yeah. He'll do it. He'll probably use other people to do it. He'll do it in miraculous ways. But so now you can choose, you get to choose to live in light of, I'm an heir. Yeah. My dad's going to cover this.
0: Well, and, I, and I'm seeing even in this, asking these four questions just in this instance about... I'm seeing how many times throughout my life and throughout my day, I can apply these same four questions to almost every aspect A fight with my wife or, or my <laughs> wife coming stressed out about bills or stressed out about
2: how our kid's going to turn out or stressing out how. And, and, we, and we tend to think like, well, so I believe this is all true. So I better now go do X, Y, Z hmm. so that I earn this from God. Yeah. And, and, and the see and that's, what the, that's what the four questions show us. It's like, no, this is how he is and how he rolls. Yeah. And he's proven it. And this is true of you now, so you actually don't have to freak out or earn it, or you know do the right things as a dad. So you know, like, if I holler at my wife, or if I, I don't get my quiet time next week, I might, we're gonna have a dead van. You know, yeah. <laughs> the car's gonna we're not gonna get a new car. You know, yeah. that's just ridiculous. That's not the God that we just talked about. Yeah. That's not how He shows Himself and reveals Himself. Dude, that's amazing. It's really good news, right? It's such good news. It really is. So so hopefully that gives you know you and others listening a little quick idea of how we can learn. To grow in our, what I said earlier, gospel fluency. The ability to sort of see and speak and experience, like live out the gospel in every area of life. And that can be applied to anything. And by the way, you know, and I I go deep into this in in, in the bigger gospel book, and I got a little mini course people can even get that helps them learn how to do this stuff. You You can go the other direction too. I freaked out in this situation. That's Mm. how I acted. What is true of me that I was forgetting? and how yeah. do i know that's true based on what god's done because it's just true of his character so we can go f- either way with the questions that's really cool yeah maybe we'll do it in another episode but but it can go either way and it's amazing and like i said that's what we call gospel fluency and 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 you know what like just like we got to do this even though we just yeah. took a couple minutes to do it it's really important that that we begin to cultivate families and communities and churches full of gospel fluent people Hmm. Can you imagine when this is normative that, like, with all the stuff that goes on in life, good things, bad things, sin? Because this isn't just about negative stuff, by the way. Something great goes on in your life. It's like, why, why did that happen? You know why? Because God's this way. Hey, and generous. look at how he's proven it. And isn't it, isn't it amazing how, yeah. how he's, like, we get to live now. You know, that's worship. That's, what, yeah. that's where worship comes from. And so. Um, it's really important to begin to learn a gospel mm. fluency and then start to cultivate a community of that. Like I said, yeah. be it your family, maybe your missional community, small group, or how about a whole church? Imagine a whole church of people. Talking like that. That yeah, okay. could connect the good news to any area of life. Yeah. Well, it amazing. be amazing. And that begins to trickle down too, so then all of a sudden our, quote, evangelism, mm-hmm. like when we're talking to others about our faith, that's how they're hearing about it. Mm. Like, hey, Heath, I heard your van, like, you know, took a dump and dead. You're know, like, yeah, are you freaking out, man? You're like, you know, what's going on? How are you guys going? to And you're able to then say, well, you know, I started freaking out, but then I remembered this is true of, yeah. my, of our God. You know, we're believers. And so like, I had to just stop for a second and go, what do I believe? You know? Yeah. And it, it, that's way different than like, yeah, well, you're you freaking out. Your van's broken down. I don't know. Why don't you come to church Sunday with me? You know, it <laughs> sucks. I'll pray for you. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> or that. Yeah.
0: So it's an identity thing that I need to hear every day because I forget it. Right. And I I don't believe it, and I need people in my life pressing yeah, that enemy.
2: Right, and what we unpack, it's not like oh, I didn't know those things. You know, yeah. I never knew God was generous. God, you know, it's like, whatever. It's just a refocusing. You, it's a refocusing back on what's true of God, what He's done, what's now true of us. So yeah. now we get to choose a different response. And I think that's at the that's at the core, that's at the heart of what it means to be saved. It's not just getting to go to heaven and float around on a you know cloud or with a harp <laughs> or something, whatever yeah. people think it is. You know, sure. It's the it's 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 now getting to live in light of the good news. Jesus mm-hmm. said the gospel, the kingdom has come. Yeah. Now live in it, right? And yeah. so we get to, but we don't know how to. We're not that. We have a very small gospel. Like yeah. we started out talking about today. So anyway, Dude, I think we're about running out up. of time here. And we so. always give away our free takeaways, the big three of the week. You know, what, and I'm going to give you the big three. Okay. okay, that's the big three takeaways, real quick. Um, and I want to let people know, like you can tell them where they can get the big three. But I want to add something to the big three this week. Okay, cool. I'm going to send them information on how they can, you know, if they choose to, they can get. They can get my bigger gospel book would we'll really unpack all this, but a whole bunch of other stuff too, like really blow your gospel up. It's super good news. Okay. Yeah. And even some information on, if you want to take a little mini course in this online. Yeah. Be that'll great. be in there too, but we'll give you the big three, give you that information and why don't you tell them how they can get.
0: Yeah. It. All you have to do is visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 110. And you're going to
2: get that stuff immediately. The gospel is good news for every area of life. I want people to believe that it's not just good news about our afterlife. Okay, Christianity is not just about avoiding hell and going to heaven, and then sort of in the meantime, between now and then, it's about sin management and behavior modification. Mm. Okay, that's big. I mean, that's yeah. changed, and is changing my life, because I grew up so much of my life, it was just, it was about getting to heaven, and it was about behavioral modification. Me too, man. Stop doing that, start doing this, you know? Yeah. So that's not true. It's it's good news for every year of life, okay? Second, God now sees you, sees us, as His dearly loved sons and daughters. Mm. Okay, like if we're in Christ, we, we don't have to perform or act a certain way to earn his love. So you're like, oh, if I don't go to church Sunday, you know, I'm not going to get a new van or whatever, you know, <laughs> or sure. whatever. Kids are kids sick. You know, I want the kid to be better, so I better have a quiet time this week. It's goofy, right? Yeah. Okay, you can't earn his love. We already have it because of what Jesus has done. Believe what God says is true of you. Mm. you dearly loved son and daughter. Such good news. Wow. And three... Um, when you grow in your gospel fluency, and that's that ability to speak and live and enjoy the gospel in every year of life, you're going to be set free from so much baggage. Hmm. You start to believe a bigger gospel, one that touches all of life, and you can grow in that. Like I said, you got to work on that, but we can help you grow in that. And, and, and you're going to get set free. And you're also, you know what? You'll no longer fear being rejected when you try to share the good news with hmm. people. Like when you see it and taste it, it's like it's just kind of leaking out in all of your life. It's going to. People are going to pick up on it, and you're going to know how to articulate it in a way that actually sounds like good news, which means now you're not going to fear the rejection because it's not like, hey, I'm going to hammer them. Hmm. They should stop doing that. That's a sin. Stop doing that. <laughs> Go to church with me. God's going to not be happy unless you you know stop this, start doing that. Sure. It's, you're, and so what happens is then you start to lose the fear of rejection, and your relationships get deeper, and they get more real and rich. I'm talking both with believing and unbelieving people. So that's, that's the awesome. big three.
0: Well, hey, thank you uh, for walking through that with me today. Personally. Okay, cool. And uh, we unfortunately have to call it quits. We're over time. But um, I just want to remind people, if you want the download of this week's Big Three, as well as uh, the link to this possible course that you can get invited into. and
2: Or want to get the book,
0: Bigger yeah, Gospel. Yeah, Bigger Gospel book. Um, we're going to put that all in the email. All you have to do to get it is 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 110, and we'll get those out to you immediately.
2: Awesome. Well, that's 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 killer i yep. hope people like dig that it gives them at least a little bit of taste of what that's about maybe they'll head over to to itunes subscribe you know rate Rated the show it, that'd be super that that just helps us share it with others that's another thing please share this if you found that interesting share that uh with others that'd be awesome um what are we what are we even talking about in the next episode yeah so next week uh, we're going to talk about the seven reasons why gossip is
0: poison and we're also going to give people three ways that they can stop it immediately man i am super guilty
2: of gossip in my life. And Me too. Yeah. It's but, the sneaky sin yeah, that we just, it is, but we'll talk about that. And there is good news for that as well.
0: Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. For more information, you can visit one, two, three, lifeschoolcom forward slash podcast.